Hello, everybody. My name is Karma, otherwise known as Devin. I am the DM of an absolute Drexorm podcast, as well as the editor, and I lost some files. So that's a whoopsies on my part. But let's just move on straight to the next bit. Dear Karma's Journal, entry two. Okay, I suck at doing these things. It's been like a month since my first entry, but I've been busy. A lot has been going on. Um, I fell about back into alcoholism. Um, that wasn't fun, but um, you know, so I got to reclimb out of that. But you know, that'll be that'll that'll, that'll be fine. It was um, yeah. Um, but anyways, why I actually came to write this entry. Um, the next part of the story it. I think I should write it down instead of telling them. Maybe just, I mean, don't let them read it, but that way I still have, you know, an area where the uh, story is, is being told. It, it still makes me upset thinking about the ending. All right, so we open up on kind of a third-person viewpoint of a character that's clearly Tiger walking down an alleyway. It looks like he's trying to find a new place to stay for the night. And... Um, you notice something up ahead. You notice a night-errant police car kind of turn the corner. You see they have spotlights on. You don't think they're looking for you, but, you know, night-errant will kind of take in anyone that looks suspicious, and you are carrying your katana around. Tiger's going to try and find a nearby alley to dip in to try to avoid the spotlight. Yeah, you're out in the barrens. There's plenty of alleyways. You quickly hop into there. It's relatively dark as it is, you know, know, the sun is setting and all that, um, and you walk down the alleyway when suddenly you hear just a, as you hear a metallic click from what sounds like a, a handgun and out from the shadows, a man kind of in worn and torn clothing kind of has a gun pointed towards you. And next to him, you see a man that also steps out with a switch blade that pops out. <laughs> hey, chummer, you got what you got on you, huh? What I have on me is nothing of your concern. Move aside. Well, 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 friend, I don't think you quite understand the predicament that you're in here. You see, I have a gun, which is loaded, and you can either give me all your stuff, or I can shoot you, and then my friend can have his way with you, which hopefully the bullet kills, but, you know, I won't be aiming for anything vital. I can assure you that you'll be dead before that gun fires. Alright, frag it, whatever. Pulls up with the gun. As this happens, Tiger throws his bag forward, and there's a sort of electricity in the air as he does this. As you notice, the the drug addicts notice there's uh, something green behind Tiger, his wings. As Tiger puts his hand on his sword, there's a small flash of light. And before anyone can notice what has happened, Tiger is now standing behind the two men. With a crack of electricity, Tiger sheathes his sword as the two men fall to their death. And as the camera kind of continues, Tiger kind of walks past the camera as the night-errant car kind of pulls up slowly, spotlight shining through the alleyway, as there's no one there except corpse. Tiger, you have completed your initiate grade. What have you gained from it? With this, Tiger has gained elemental attack with lightning, as well as attribute boost for both strength and dexterity. With that, the camera is going to kind of pull up from the Red Barons and travel across Seattle into a apartment in Tacoma. Um, 
as it kind of flies through, you know, the alleyways and all that, um, it kind of zooms through a door with a rent light poster, you know, kind of stuck to the side of it and goes through the door as we see Overseer making a phone call. Uh, so really hoping to avoid this as Overseer will drop a call in with Creator. Okay, it only rings once and then Creator picks up. Hey, Overseer, what you thinking about my proposal? Uh, I thought about it and... Well, thankfully, I only need the one sin instead of the two or three I was asking you. And I know you recommend rating threes, you know, just to get by. But I don't have the cash on me for a rating three, so I'm going to have to I'm have to owe you one or two. All right, all right. I'll get you a rating three. One favor. I do have some pretty high-costing favors, but it'll be worth it, I assure you. How soon do you need it by? And the run is tomorrow in this timeline, right? Let's see. No, we'll say it's two days. We'll say it's, so you guys met up with Puck. This is the night of Puck's meetup. Okay, so two days from now? Yes, two days from now. I gotta run two days from now. Early in the morning. I think 10 a.m. is the run. So, if you can get it before then. I can get it to you by 6. Give you four hours to kind of memorize everything on it. How's that sound? Sounds good. What's the upfront? Or is this just for one favor? I mean, it's just you don't have to owe me anything. It'll be a... Don't worry about it. I got you this one time. All right, I can't thank you enough, man. We're making the run a whole lot easier. Yeah, yeah. No sweat. Just, uh... When I call, answer. Will do. And he hangs up. Ah, fragging rent. I gotta get out of this place. And, actually, Overseer's gonna do something else. Okay, what else would you like to do? Overseer's gonna call Dr. Wright. Okay, yeah, uh, it rings only once or twice. Overseer, do you have something to report? Yes, Doctor. So, my main objective being was it is. I felt it, and I felt it important to inform you of some alarming behavior from the group. Interesting. Uh, continue. Cerberus, uh, recently, has taken some odd action that's put the group in put the group in a troublesome situation. Nothing like before, but something noteworthy that I'm building a profile. Interesting. What's the situation? So, we were in a diner, and Cerberus was hacking into a small-time corp to get us some fake IDs into our current run. Something went wrong while she was doing that. She alerted Night Errant, to which she immediately wanted to, of course, get out of Dodge. Hop out. So we get to the bus stop as we're sitting there, and she cuts herself off almost and immediately jumps back into the matrix, no questions about it, and starts hacking the same company again while Night Errant's on patrol in the area. Interesting. Any other peculiar locations she's been around that's, oh, uh, this run, what is it based on? Are you going into any laboratories, any large machinery complexes anything like that nothing like that no the run currently is we got a job inside blood monies there's a small time software manufacturer from what we can gather Interesting. so and the last run we did have i mean she did take some heavy damage it's it's honestly pretty miraculous that she even survived what happened hmm. okay and she was out of commission for almost a week trying to recover Here's some writing in the background of the call. 
Well, keep your eyes open. I have a theory on what it could be, but I don't want to assume anything without any evidence. As if it is what I think it might be, then, well, we might have few more issues. But just keep me updated. Will do. And that's all for other, now. That's all? The other two are fine? Uh, Storm is proving to be a bit difficult. Some, uh-huh. along with this run that we got inside Blood Money's, uh, Storm was with us when we accepted the job. She seemed fine enough to go, but a couple days later, she just said that she couldn't do it. Interesting. I was afraid of that. Um, I will note it down. We may see how that continues. Yeah, nothing new to report on Tiger. He's an ass, but that's about what I expected. Yes, that sounds about right. Well, thank you for the report. Uh, we will send you some funds for the information. Will do. Alright. Thank you. Yes. And hangs up. And about five or ten minutes past, you get a uh, you get gain two thousand new yen from the Draco Foundation. Sounds good. With that, the camera kind of pulls out back from the door as the rent due paper kind of falls off the door into the wind, and the camera kind of pulls up, pushes back into the farther ends of the barrens, and kind of zooms in on this larger factory, which we know as the Crypt. Um, quite lively tonight with people. The camera flies through the crypt, dodging and weaving in between crowds as it pulls into this small little hideout nook where we see Cerberus. Uh, what are you up to? Um, so, currently, Cerberus, I assume this is the night we talked to Puck? Yes, this is the night of Puck. Cerberus is, you know, gonna get changed after walking outside all the way home. Long treg through the, uh, Barons, Puyallup, um, and she's gonna, once she gets changed, she's gonna go ahead and make a sprite. Let's go through the process. What kind of sprite did you want to make? Um, I'm gonna make a crack sprite. What rating? How high can I go? Up to 12. Up to 12. Let's say I'm for a nice in the middle of CX. Alright, um, with a rating 6, roll me resonance plus compiling. I got two hits out of nine dice. Wonderful. And with that, you get two net hits. And so does that mean I get two services on a rating six? Uh, yes. So, yep, you essentially summon a... Uh, what do you want it to look like? As Cerberus goes to compile this sprite, it appears before her as a big, large bee with two drills on its arms. And she's gonna name it Stinger. Okay, and with that, if anything, if anyone else doesn't have anything to do, we will move to the day of the run. I need to put in an appointment at Blood Money's. You are, we'll just kind of cut there. You're standing outside of Blood Money's alone. Well, I was going to invite someone. I'll invite Tiger to accompany me. Escort me. No, eat shit. Yeah, Tiger's going to join you. <laughs> okay. Shit, blue gremlin. <laughs> so we'll cut we'll cut to tomorrow morning as Tiger and Cerberus stand outside Blood Money's. You see the Lone Star security guard standing out front as he was the first time you've been here. So why are we here? I need to Tiger make says. an appointment for you guys to get into the building. 
So why did you need me here? Because I tend to pass out when I make these things. Right, right, right. Right, right, right. Um... Well, obviously, we're not just going to do this standing out front of, outside the front of the building. No, do I was you... thinking in a restaurant nearby, coffee shop. I think we've already been over this many times. All right, yeah, sure. All right, yeah, sure. Lead the way. Go, and I, I tell T- Tiger, feel free to order anything off the menu so long as it's soy. And I'm going to go ahead and pass out. Alright, so you hop hop into the Matrix, you once again see all the comm links and all the, you know, supplies of the cafe and the cafe's host surrounded by you. And you travel over to the Blood Money's host, yeah? Yep. Alright, you see kind of the the building's host kind of in, you know, large Matrix numbers and all icons. And you kind of see, as you're standing out front of the uh, the main host, you see a spider kind of crawl along the side of the building. And it looks like it kind of crawls inside to one of the windows. What would you like to do? How much does Cerberus know of spiders? Uh, why don't you roll me logic plus any matrix stats you might have, or logic plus any matrix skills you might have. If you don't have any, logic minus one. I got no hits out of five dice. You know they are people that are basically matrix security inside a host. They're kind of designated security guards that are typically deckers. So let's do my... Okay. I'll start here. In my complex form, I'm going to try to do diffusion of firewall. Okay. And yeah, I'm going to try to diffuse the firewall. So what level would you like to cast at? Level four. Okay. Go ahead and roll me your resonance plus software. I got two out of ten hits. Um, The host got against you. um, You get no net hits. Do I know how bad I did at all? Can I tell? It doesn't even attempt to hold. It just fizzes out the second you try to do it. Well, I have to resist fading. Oh, yeah. Resist fading first. Fucking course I get six hits on that. God damn it. Okay. I'm going to try to defuse the firewall one more time. Two out of ten net hit. It attempts to hold and it just kind of breaks on you. The crack sprite can't help me with this, can it? Um, a registered sprite can add its rating to any single complex form used by the Technomancer. Uh, this assistant, basically, it adds, it's a rating six, it adds you, it gives you six dice. And that would be a service? Yes. Oh yeah, I'll try to use it, I think. I'll do the diffusion of firewall. Can it assist me with that one? Yeah, it can. So, go ahead and add six dice. Uh, but you're at a minus two now. Uh, no, because you're doing the same action repeatedly. Every time you try to perform an action repeatedly, you get a minus penalty. Maybe I should just hack on the fly, then. I think I am going to try to hack on the fly. And it can assist me with that. Yes. And, oh my god. Out of 17 dice, I got 4 net hits. Or 4 hits. Um... (laughs) You feel it start to, you feel your mark kind of start to hit it, and it just kind of fades out. That, did that alert them I was there, probably? Yeah. Yeah, it did. You're not sure. Uh, although, minus one um, service from your sprite. I'm going to ha- try to hack on the fly one more time with it. Would that be a nine, minus one? Uh, yep. I got six hits. Okay, you get four net hits, you have one mark on the host. You need two to <sighs> enter. I guess I'm going to try again, would that be minus two? Uh, not this time. 
Okay, so just minus one? Uh, yep. I got five hit. You get one net hit, you have two marks. Cool. So I can enter the house. As service, you walk into the building, it seems like you've seen kind of the rough design of it, and it seems like uh, the building looks like it was built maybe a couple decades ago. Kind of seems a bit older, the modern structure, the architecture, it just kind of seems a bit outdated. Um, you kind of see in the front area... On the host, you kind of see what looks like probably a front desk area with a uh, old kind of older um, elevator kind of behind it. You see the icons for the elevators and uh, you see some like lock pad icons around some computers and stuff like that. So there was like a front desk. Is there an icon for like a computer there? Yes. Can I try to hack into that computer? Yeah, go ahead. I got five hits out of 17 dice. Uh, okay, you actually instantly gain access into it. Oh, okay, cool. And I'm going to perform a matrix search and see if there's any documents for, like, what's it called? For appointments? Yeah. And I got three hits out of nine. Okay. And as you're kind of hacking into this computer, searching for stuff, um... You kind of see what looks like a kind of a security guard kind of turn the corner, just kind of look at you, nod at you, and continues to walk by the area. Okay, Uh, you're able to easily enough just kind of, it takes some time, uh, but you're able to find the appointment area. And you kind of see that they have a lot of appointments for a lot of incoming people. You actually see Stonehedge has actually like a time appointment set for later in the day that you're looking for. Um, And you see there's about five other companies that seem to be coming in during that time. So I'm going to just go ahead and edit that appointment and move it forward to 8 a.m. is okay. my goal. Yeah, uh, go ahead and give me an edit file. Relatively easy. And I got two hits out of 11. Okay, uh, you kind of see, like, you go to edit it and you kind of see it, like, auto-corrects itself as you kind of try to change it. And you kind of, like, notice the security guy to kind of peek back around the corner. It looks like he's eyeballing you a little bit. I'm just going to continue. Look like I'm still doing things. Maybe wait for him to turn back around the corner before I hack in again. Um, He just kind of sits there staring at you. Seems the longer that you're taking, the more suspicious he seems to be getting. And you're just kind of standing there now. All right, I'm going to try one more time and then I'm going to get it all. Okay, go on a roll. I got three out of 11 hits. Okay, you're able to edit it. And gonna nod my head at the dude. (laughs) Okay, so you jump back into your body. Wait a minute. There is something I should probably do. I take it back. Okay. Time the rule bosses. Um. What is it to cover your matrix tracks? Erase mark signature. Yes. So that is your computer plus your logic. Oh, uh, that, never mind. Sorry. Erase matrix signature is your computer plus resonance. I got six hits out of ten. Uh, okay. Yeah, you're able to erase it. Cool. Yeah. And you hop back to your body? Yeah. Tiger, your uh, service has been about passed out for probably about 30 seconds now. She just kind of shots back up into, you know, she she just lay down her head and kind of jumps back up. Welcome back. How was it? Good. What'd you order? Um, 
the uh the uh, massive stack of uh soy pancakes yeah the uh really expensive one yeah um <clears throat> you know sounds like a good choice that'll be enough for both of us exactly see we're saving money while also spending a lot of it anyways you're paying <clears throat> that was why i told you to buy whatever you wanted perfect <laughs> and with that um cerberus is gonna wait for food eat and then take a taxi home see if tiger needs a taxi home uh tiger will probably be fine the night before the uh run yeah yeah the day before uh, then Tiger's probably just gonna find a place to hole up and um, in the morning head to Pucks. Okay, yeah. Um, you actually get a text from Puck about seven o'clock inviting you over for dinner. Hell yeah! Um, how much do I owe for the soy pancakes and the taxi ride? Uh, go ahead. Oh, for all of it, go ahead and minus 60 New Yen. So we move to the next day. Um, Karma comes knocking, or, you know, you all wake up and grab the gear. What gear would you like to bring? Tiger, let's start with you. Uh, so for this run, we are doing the uniforms that we ended up buying for yep. the uh, run. I'm bringing my gas mask, and I'm giving Puck the damaged gas mask. Okay. Um, Im- I imagine that somewhere near the filter, somewhere uh, semi-concealable, there's a small hole that uh, breaks filtration. Okay. Um, Tiger, in his uh, nondescript duffel bag, is going to be bringing the stealth rope, 100 meters of it, a rating 3 auto picker, uh, his browning ghost with the stick and shock ammo. I'm going to bring one of my thermal smokes as well. Okay. Uh... Cerberus, what are you bringing? Um, I guess I don't remember if I would have it, but we got tear gas, right? We did. Yes, we did. I believe that was under your. Okay, so I'll get story. it and give it to you guys, but I'm not going in. So okay. Um, anything else? Um, just my regular kind of gear, my chameleon shoe. Um, probably a pair of normal clothes over my chameleon shoe. So. My deck. Um, and of course my sin, my guns, my cloak. So you're bringing all your weapons? Um, well, is we were kind of around the area, so I guess I probably would have surveyed this. Was there anywhere like either like an access to a roof or just a general location where it wouldn't be super suspicious? And I could, like, hide out. There's alleyways. But you didn't find anywhere that has access to a roof that isn't through a corporate building. So I think I'll probably just bring my pistol. Because I think I I don't want my gun to get stolen. Okay. And that'll be all for me. Okay, and Overseer, what are you bringing? Let's start. So Overseer will be bringing along his Colt Coral Snake with his stick and shock ammo. Okay. His gas mask. All four of his slap patches, plus his rating one med kit, contacts, earbuds, and his armor jacket, as well as the Stonehenge uniform. Okay. I believe that's everything. And his reagents. Okay. All right. 
Karma eventually picks you all up. Yeah, it seems he has what looks like a... Looks like he has what looks like probably an older model of the bulldog. Um, still can fit a decent amount of people. It just looks like a few years. Kind of a little beaten up, but a few years old. Um, and you all hop in one by one. Karma greets you all, you know, respectively. And you eventually pull up in front of Blood Money's. Karma kind of looks from the back, uh, front seat. So, uh, should I, like, just stick around the area? What's what's the plan here? I don't really, like, do I, should I pull up to, like, the, like, back area? Like, should I just leave? What's, uh? I think the best is if the kid stays with you, does her thing, and you stay in the area. Okay. Maybe okay. go a block or two down, and then I can give you the, uh, one of us can send you a, uh, message when we are ready to go. Okay, yeah, I can do that. Karma kind of pulls the van over. Overseer, Tiger, and Puck all step out. And Karma kind of pulls the vehicle forward. What would you... How would you like to go about this? Should I just do all the talking? What's our plan? What is our, like... We didn't really discuss a, uh... Are we just, like, why are we here? Are we just freeballing it? Are we just going to walk into the place, split up? If anyone asks any questions, we'll answer it there. Yeah, pretty much. We're here for an appointment. It's about the right time. Okay. Uh, let us go. If anybody asks, we forgot our sins at home. So, you three approach the Lone Star officer at the front. Lone Star officer just kind of stands in the way of the doorway. Can I help you? Puck speaks up. Puck is pretty much going to do all the talking until you, like, unless one of you want to lead the way. So, uh, so I'm just going to be role-playing with myself for a little bit. <laughs> yes, we finally got it, chat. God damn it. Oh. Uh, we are part of Stonehenge. We are here for an um, appointment. All right, go in. Puck opens Tiger. the door. <laughs> Tiger walks in, yeah. Okay. Right. Uh, inside, you see basically what looks like they just kind of ripped down a bunch of like the old artwork and stuff like that. It looks like they scraped paint off the wall and are applying new paints. That's not how paint works. Don't question that. Uh, <laughs> it's future uh, paint. Yeah, future paint. <laughs> scrapable paint. Really inconvenient, honestly. <laughs> um, you know, the desk is kind of being built right now. You see computers like barely set up. Uh, there's chairs being built and stuff like that. Uh, you see a decent amount of people just kind of walking and working around things. Um, but you, there is a woman sitting at the front desk. Uh, she kind of looks you in and kind of waves you over. Um, you three approach. Tiger, Tiger walks forward. Yeah, approaches the uh, receptions. Okay. Um, Pug kind of speaks up. Uh, we are here for the appointments with Stonehenge. Interesting. Okay. You said Stonehenge? Yeah, Stonehenge. I just won my solitaire game. Um, okay. Congratulations. <laughs> uh, yes, it looks like you will be operating. Uh, okay. Um, give me just a moment. Exactly. I just closed all of my browser tabs. <laughs> all right. So you kind of hear like a printer sound as she kind of takes out this piece of paper, clips it, and then sets three basically what look like... Um, Blood Money's temporary ID badges on the counter. 
you can use these to pass any gates, any security measures that are needed. These are the areas that you are permitted. You are allowed to go to the first floor, ground floor, and let's see on here. It looks like that should be the only area you are operating today. Any questions? Sounds good. All right. If you need anything, you can contact me. Um, there will be other security guards walking around if you need anything, but uh, let me know if you need any assistance. Perfect. Thank you. And as you kind of take assessment of this area, uh, to describe it a little bit more. Um, so there's this front desk area with a large, what looks like glass square behind it. And you see basically a an elevator lower and then, you know, drop off some people. People get in, it rises up to a couple of stories. Uh, you see as like, you see one of them trying to press the second story and scans an IT bag. A light turns green and it kind of goes up to the second story. Um, behind that, you see a flight of stairs. Um, it's all very open. Uh, there are a few secluded buildings, but the main ground floor seems to be pretty open. Um, as you kind of just walk around a little bit, just get your assessments. Um, you see the lobby area, a cafeteria, a lounge area. It doesn't seem like there's very much kind of workplace. It does seem a very like kind of public part of the uh, area. And you see a, what looks like to be a map on the back wall, but it looks like it's mostly been removed. Um, you are able to identify that, you know, um, there's a few things, a few letters scraped off. It seems like the first floor is mostly offices and cells and stuff like that, and then a few words that are scraped off. Uh, second floor is almost completely removed. Says something about, um, uh, you know, uh, executive offices, uh programming and then another word that just kind of it looks like it there were two words there but they got scraped off and then on the top you just see the letters ce and then you know space for more as well as you know um a few other words that just have been you know not quite stenciled on yet as well as the last floor which seems to already be on there there's the storage area the security office and maintenance rooms and so we are only permitted to be on the ground level and the first floor. That's right. about that. Okay. Your goal is the third floor, which is the very top. The very top floor and the very bottom floor. Yep. All right. Well, Tiger kind of takes his little temp ID badge and hooks it up to right, probably right in the nearest collar. So, so I will make my way upwards. You. Do you need anything from me, or I will... You have the you have the tools that you need to do your part of the job, yeah? Hopefully. Then, yeah. Um, we'll As you do see, our part. just kind of, like, what looks like, he kind of, like, holds up um, this box. It's like a tool, kind of a toolkit box. And open inside, you hear kind of glass rattling around a little bit. Then you do your part, and we will let you know when... You are good to start working. Sounds good. I'll uh, let you know if anything goes bad. And he kind of walks towards the elevator, hops on, and you see the elevator kind of go up. He presses All the right. first button, scans his ID, goes up the floor. What would you like to do? Now, Tiger is going to start looking around for stairs and any other um, access points besides the elevator. Uh, Cerberus is getting a direct feed from my, um, skull implant. 
to uh, my point of view. So you scan the air, kind of looking. You do find a set of stairs. Um, the stairs are basically on the opposite side of. So think of like like for the front desk. So or for the main lobby, there's the front desk, kind of up in front at the front door area. Uh, behind it is the elevator with its doors opening, kind of on the right side, where you can walk in and walk out and press all the buttons. And then behind it is the flight of stairs. Mm-hmm which you see kind of like a safety rail. It's very much not like there's not like a back area where, you know, there's only a spiral, you know, staircase. It seems very much just in the middle of everything. Um, But you kind of look around a bit more. You find, uh, you know, kind of this private area, which seems to have a stairway going downwards. Well, you see a door, a locked door, uh, but this is the storage bay area you're able to pick up. You see the kind of freight door you dig through some other rooms you kind of find some other things you find the kitchen and stuff like that but like break room and stuff yeah all right tiger finds overseer somewhere in the uh in the public area um honestly i just think that we should go down the stairs he's going up the elevator to sort of try and separate our uh separate our efforts and uh we go down the stairs we'll probably have to go through less scanning and whatnot maybe have to talk our way through guard probably or uh, outside help might be able to get us through that. Perhaps, perhaps, maybe. Uh, and a- as Tiger's sitting there, he kind of pulls his uh, comm link up to his head. Uh, hey, dispatch, um, are you catching any of that? Am I dispatch? Tiger sits there silently. I, yeah, yeah, I'm trying to. Yep, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't understand these code names, but Ditchbat Dispatch is catching that. So can you do anything to help? Probably not. And I'm gonna go ahead and try to see what I can do here. What well, can yeah, I do here? Well, what are you trying Tiger, what are you guys trying to do? You just kind of identify. So yeah, we kind of you haven't gone to anything. You just kind of like we should talk <laughs> we should walk down the stairs. Hack those stairs. <laughs> like, like, you I'm really nervous. Into any to, clarify, yet. to clarify, if we do get to the elevators, um, well, you get to the elevator. You can yeah, press it, the buttons to go down the elevators. I don't have to hack it. it it's it's the bad scanning there. <laughs> oh, don't didn't we get fake badges? Oh yeah 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 yeah. Okay, so I would have to rehack into the host. Oh god. Okay. Me and my crack spike sprite are going to uh hack into the host again. Okay, go ahead and minus the service and go ahead and roll the hack. And it's my so hack on the fly plus six. Right? Uh it should be yeah, your hack on the fly skill bold number plus six. I'm gonna edge this. And when you wait, when you post edge, you get to re-roll your misses or yep, your hit. That's that's it. Just me that misses. Eight hits. Okay. You get uh five net hits, you get one mark. Damn. Alright. I'm gonna hack the fly again. Go ahead. Three hit. Uh it does not hold that time. Gonna try again. Okay. I got five hit. And you get to another mark. Cool. Now I'm in the host, correct? Yep, uh, you are na- you are able to enter the host now. Yes, I am going to tack into the elevator thing. Okay, so yeah, you enter it. You see the icon for the elevator, and it seems there seems to be a bit more security guards walking around today. Um, 
but they don't pay you any attention as there's a lot of icons, you know, bumping through the matrix. Uh, but you locate the elevator. Um, what would you like to do? Would it be controlling the device? Um, most that would make sense. Yeah. Okay. Marks required varies. How many marks is it going to require? Uh, we'll say for this, you'll only need two marks to, uh, move around. And would that be hack on the fly? Would I get to keep a little bot to help me? Or, well, I guess I said hack into the host, so. So, yeah, it's, it, it, it's job is done until okay. you use another service. So I'm just gonna try to do this on my own. Okay. So I'm gonna try to hack into this elevator. Okay, go ahead. Fuck, I think I'm gonna edge this again. <laughs> okay. Okay, five hits. Okay, you get four net hits. Uh, you have one successful mark. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and roll again, and I got three out of ten hits. Uh, that time it does not hold. <laughs> Fucking course. <laughs> As you see, one of the security guys kind of stop in his tracks, kind of swivels on his foot at you, tits his head, and kind of just starts walking towards you a little bit. Doesn't seem to be in a bit of a rush, just heads your general direction. It's are the security guards ice? You don't know. Oh no. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep going about my business and I'm gonna try to hack into this elevator again. Okay. Go ahead and roll. <laughs> I got your hit. Okay. You have one more mark on it. You are now able to control the device. Okay. I am going to. Can I give it the command to open upon Adam's comlink getting close enough? No. So I just have to manually open this yeah, when they you just get close. Man- you, you manually control. Okay. So I'm going to just kind of walk away nonchalantly. Wait until Tiger gets close for me to open the door. Okay. Uh, you see the elevator currently going up towards the third floor. And we'll cut back to the meat world as Tiger and Overseer are hanging out. Tiger's standing so, there, kind of tapping his foot. Wait a minute. The, is he in front of the elevator? No, they're just kind of chilling in the public area. Do I let them know that they should head to the elevator? Do you? Yeah, I guess I'm going to say, hey, are you guys going to head to the elevator? Oh, you did it. Okay, yeah, sure. Um, as Tiger was... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we're doing great, aren't we? I think I thought they would realize by now it takes me like five seconds in their time. Well, yeah, but they don't know if you successfully did it or not. They don't know what's going on. They don't no know how faith. In a little faith. <laughs> <laughs> their security's that good, huh? Shall we? As Tiger starts I guess. moving. Overseer follows. And to the elevator we go. Indeed. So we get to the elevator, and does the elevator open for us? The elevator, you know, it kind of. Takes a couple seconds. You've seen it go up. You know it's carrying people up. Kind of sitting around for a little bit. Eventually it comes back down to the first floor, has some people on it. Door opens and up. People step out. You enter along with three other people. Person with the lowest edge in the party. Go ahead and roll that for me. Tiger, what you got? I got four. I got two. Let's go, boys. I got two hits. Two That's out of two. Okay. Um, you see the security offers like, I'll take the next one. And the doors close. Tiger hits the button for the on the basement floor. We're not doing this Canadian shit. <laughs> um, the sub level, whatever. Okay, 
Press a button, ask for an ID. As Tiger brings his, brings his ID to, uh, or takes his ID off of his collar. Is this going to work? As Tiger scans it. An X pops up on the image display. Tiger kind of looks at his badge. One of the, you know, people in the elevator is like, could you press two? I'm, uh... Oh, sorry, our bad. Yeah, Yeah, we'll go there. sorry. Kind of leans over, scans it. Elevator starts moving upwards. You guys, where are you guys from? I'm actually just up north Tacoma. I meant, like, company. I don't care. Sorry. (laughs) Like, what company are you guys from? Stonehenge. Stonehenge. Oh, you? oh, nice. Yeah, you guys have some really cool sculptures up in the CEO's place. I saw a few of them. Uh, they were pretty cool. Yeah, I'm no, glad you enjoyed them. Yeah. We're really hoping to touch up on them right now. No, yeah, yeah. Um, How about you? What's your uh, What's your stick? Oh, I work here. Oh, you work here? Oh, gotcha. Yeah, I work at, up in the programming. Oh, all right. Gotcha. Yeah. Sure. Elevator opens up on the second floor. You kind of see this long hallway. Looks like ground and ceiling very kind of white you just see two long walls one of them with like kind of techno like wires and numbers and kind of very matrixy and the other one kind of flowers and stuff he's like all right well uh good luck and he kind of walks out elevator close and it returns back to the ground floor so who all is in the elevator right now um we'll say it's just you two so as we are alone in the elevator, Tiger kind of once again, just for security's sake, brings Comlink back up to his ear. Um, dispatch, you're gonna <clears throat> are our badges working for this elevator? I think we might have gotten the uh, wrong clearance. <clears throat> oh yeah, I'm gonna tell the elevator to go down. Yeah, elevator starts to lower, going down a sub level. You kind of see like white walls, kind of you know surround it as it enters into the ground level, and the doors open up. You see kind of right in front of you, as the doors open up, a Lone Star security guard just kind of sitting there like, uh, you guys supposed to be down here? Did, did the lady up front not tell you what we were doing here today? I wasn't, I wasn't alerted. No. Oh. You guys, you guys are, who are you guys with? Uh, Stone Edge, Stone Edge. Why is, why is Stone Edge down here? We don't decorations down here we were told that we were supposed to you have to your id cards on you can i see them he kind of steps into the elevator kind of standing in the doorway holding it uh, open with an you know elbow so it doesn't close on him you have your id cards tiger's going to take his off of his collar and start handing it kind of looking over to uh overseer as well kind of reaches out snags it thanks yeah did you did someone How'd you guys get down here? Did you scan this? Kind of walks in, presses like button three, sees the ID card, scans it. You kind of you see the X pop up. That's weird. We just you know we've been like redoing stuff. Um, do you mind if I take you to the front desk and just so we can get this clarified? They they run stuff weird around here. We could just run up there, clarify it real fast. And Tiger kind of looks o- kind of looks over to overseer for uh, for opinion. I mean, I'm not giving you an option. Yeah. Yeah. Into the elevator. Sure. Because we do have someone else here, and he had to go to the second floor, so it might have been something weird with that. Oh, that's a possibility. Yeah, they're, like, remodeled. I don't know. The, the, the building was, like, built in, like, the early, like, 20s or something like that. <laughs> it hasn't had any work on, so they're completely... Re- I don't know. 
new uh, remake, all that, yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, we're not even allowed on the second floor. I don't know. But uh, walks in the elevator, doors close, and it's uh, ground level. I am going to prevent this elevator. It's going to stop midway. Doors are going to close. It's going to stop. What? As this happens, Tiger's going to look around. Are there any uh, obvious cameras in the elevator? Yep. One in the top right corner. Tiger kind of stares at it, and through the AR feed, or the like video feed in his head, you kind of notice Tiger staring at it for a prolonged amount of time. Security guy leans over the control panels, just starts pressing the buttons. What the frag? <laughs> Presses ground bubble, scans his ID, you see a check mark appear. I guess and... I'm going to try to quickly take out this camera, because it takes like 10 seconds. Okay, go ahead and roll. And that is going to be hack and fly. I got three hits on this okay. camera. Um, nothing happens. Can try again. Okay, so as you have moved into the kind of this elevator point of view, kind of, you know, seeing the icon, um, kind of hear what sounds like something above the elevator, as you see what looks like a persona of what looks like kind of one of the security guards, but he seems to be kind of like almost as a genie. Kind of, he has a security guard, but his bottom half is like this wispy form. He kind of flies into the elevator shaft, kind of like looks around the area. You kind of you you don't he doesn't seem to look downwards, but you kind of just see him looking around. Kind of see him hover down to the first floor and kind of go out the uh the door. Uh, oh, no. go ahead and roll again. Yeah, I'm gonna roll again. Where's the worst that could happen? Uh, I got three hits. Okay, you get one hit. And I'm gonna try to roll again. Go I got ahead. three hits. It doesn't hold. Do I see the genie man come back? No. I'm gonna try one more time. I got four hit. It holds, as you have two marks. And I'm going to quickly let Tiger know that he is good, and I'm going to... Wait, I have two marks? Yep, you have two marks. Can I crash the program? Uh, yeah, you could roll that. Okay, I'm going to try to crash the program. Uh, before you do that, go ahead and roll me your willpower plus firewall. Three dice out of eight. Okay. Um, you kind of feel like it almost, someone's attempting to, and you would know this as you are a technomancer, you've done this before. feels like someone's trying to erase your marks on the host. They weren't successful, but seems someone's found them. So, I, can I crash the program still? Yeah, go ahead and roll that now. Okay. It's just, you're alerted of this. And I got four out of ten hits. Okay, um... You see the camera kind of crash. You see its icon kind of fizzle out. And- I let Tiger know that he's good. All right, so the camera's off and the elevator is stopped in between floors, right? So at this moment, Tiger's going to kind of give a quick look to Overseer and attempt to make, uh, make eye contact. As eye contact is made, Tiger darts eyes towards the security guard who's now standing. I, I imagine we're standing in like he's in front of us too with his back towards us. Uh, how big is this guy? Like, what, like, describe, uh, Metatype. Uh, so we'll say he's human, kind of your average, what looks like an average security guard. He's not necessarily well built. He's like probably about, we'll say, put him at five, nine, human, kind of brown hair. Uh, he seems like he's about a little stocky, but not like 30s. Yeah, a little stocky, but not super built. He looks like he could probably, in a, like, a fist fight, he'd be a, 
an opponent. Like, you fight. wouldn't be able to one-hit him, but yeah, he'd be able to ha- handle his own. Cool. So at this moment, Tiger looks over to Overseer, makes eye contact, looks at the guard, and as he's reaching for the control panel, Tiger's going to... Tiger's going to try and... I, I don't know if this is a thing in chat, or I'm trying to do, like, a grapple test for it. Tiger's going to wrap his arms around... Behind, or like he's gonna get behind, wrap his arms around the uh, security guard's shoulders, and bring him or like step backwards to give overseer more room. Uh, I'm going to need a unarmed attack versus his unarmed as well. I am going to pre-edge this grapple roll. Tiger rolled ten dice and got two hits. As Tiger is doing this, server or overseer, as Tiger is going going for the guard, overseer is going to take a step back and pull out his colt. Okay. Um. So here's what happens here. Overseer, you take your step back, pull out your Colt. Tiger, so you go to kind of like reach around him to kind of grapple, you know, headlock him. And as you do that, like right as your hands touch his like throat, he snaps back, grabs your arms, twists you around, and is now has you pinned against the wall. Ooh. What did he roll, may I ask? So he rolled 10 dice and got five hits. Damn. <laughs> and so now he has you in a. Re- Basically a reverse grapple against the wall, and he looks over to see Overseer with the gun. Kind of lets go, takes a step back. So, how are we handling this? You can either take us to the basement, not alert anybody, and you'll be fine, probably. Or, I could... You can either take us to the basement, get us in without alerting anybody, and or, you may be or, or, or I don't think you understand what's happening here as, yeah, my life may be at risk, but, you know, it ain't that great. You fire a shot, you're stuck in an elevator, and now all the security knows you're here. Night Iron will be here in a, uh, 10 minutes or so. So, seems like <laughs> what we could do, go up to the ground level, and I'll escort you into... Maybe the public lobby. Maybe we could get a snack in the uh, kitchen. Kind of puts his hands down. And we'll wait for night, Aaron. How does that sound? Is the silencer the real big issue here? Because Tiger starts to duck, reach through his duffel bag, pulls out his browning ghost, which is internally suppressed, and points the gun at <laughs> the security guard as well. Listen, I don't think you understand. He points up to the camera. You're already on camera. They probably already called night, Aaron. How about we just go up to the ground level, we put our guns away, and we just... You know, be respectable men. You go off to serve some jail time. Maybe not if you're nice. And uh, we just call it that. No? Or, quickly kind of leans around, pulls out an Aries and points it over here. We can do this the hard way. <laughs> As you have like the Spider-Man pose <laughs> in this elevator. It looks like we got ourselves Mexican stand <laughs> so what's the plan here lads because i could just shoot a bullet i don't have to hit y'all my gun ain't suppressed tiger pops a shot of stick and uh stick and shock towards the head so i guess call shot uh vitals takes a shot with a suppressed browning ghost okay go ahead and roll the hit and as tiger does this i want to cast a spell um, go ahead and roll me a surprise test. If you succeed, then you're able to react at the same time. Overseer rolled six out of nine hits on a surprise test. So you're able to react with the spell. Let's handle Tiger, and then Overseer will be mm-hmm. next. 
with Tiger's gunshot, Tiger rolled six dice and got four hits. Okay, you have two net hits. My damage value with the Browning Ghost is a 6p. Okay, so that so you got two net hits, so you're doing 6p damage. Six. Well, that converts it to stun, because stick and shock and stun, so you're doing 6 damage. Understood? Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, he's going to roll his armor test. Uh, AP and... mod of minus 5 plus the Browning Ghosts. It's nope, just... it doesn't plus it. Sick and shock overrides all. Overrides. Of it. All, yep, all right. overrides. Yeah. I don't know. What um, all right, whatever. <laughs> typically, I believe typically most gun ammo just overrides the AP of the actual gun. I believe if they had you oh, have yeah. one, like armor flat AP of minus five replaces weapons. Eight. So you see, you aim for the head as like <clears throat> he just kind of quickly reacts and like draws up his arm to take the shot, and you still hit him successfully, and you see kind of the electricity kind of bolt through him, but you only deal. Four stun damage to him. Mm. Overseer, you cast a spell. Overseer would like to cast Deflection. Okay. He's going to cast it at Force 2, and then use four reagents to bring it up to Force 6. Uh, it, uh, reagents don't add to it, it overrides. Okay, so he's going to use six reagents to bring it up to Force 6. Okay, go ahead and roll. Spell casting plus magic. Uh, I'm going to spend an edge and post edge. Overseer rolled... And Overseer rolled and got three hits out of 13 dice. Getting three additional dice to your dodging test. And now the security guard is going to go. Uh, he's going to release a shot. He's going to take a shot at Overseer. Um, Overseer, go ahead and roll to dodge. And that'll be three hits out of 10 for a defense. Overseer, you are just barely not able to dodge out of the shot as he hits you in the shoulder. Uh, with one net hit, go ahead and roll me your armor, or damage resistance roll. That'll be three hits out of 13. Three hits out of 13, okay. As you take six stun damage, as the bullet just kind of hits you in the shoulder, kind of digs into your flesh and leaves a nice swell bruise. 